This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It is hour number two of the G-Back Nation on 105.3 The Fan Time for the NFL News of the Day. Here's your guy, Zach Wolchuk. Thank you very much. Shout out to our buddy Ruben. Ruben sending this over from Ian Rappaport. The Raiders are hiring former Dolphins head coach and Cowboys offensive line coach Joe Philbin. As their new senior offensive assistant, he was with Ohio State as an analyst last year. So Joe Philbin has made his way back into the National Football League. And, well, I, I think you could say some of the offensive linemen probably missed him. Terrence Steele and Tyler Biotish being two big ones that I think, uh, you know, Steele, you could say the injury was a big factor. But Biotish certainly regressed last year after being one of the most improved the year before. And uh, now Joe Philbin joining Antonio Pierce's staff there with the 80s. So good for him. Back in the league. I know you're a big Philbin guy, Eric. Well, I've always been a fan of his since I believe it was when he was with the Packers. He dressed up as a pilgrim by way of uh, trying <laughs> trying to motivate his team before their Thanksgiving matchup, like <laughs> a decade or so ago. That's a real story. That is not that is that is the pre ball sacking era. That is a surefire guaranteed story it's true that was journalism done back in like 2012 we know exactly uh that that one is factual and that there is no ball sacking butt cracking happening there that is 100 percent accurate. he's trying to rally the troops man he walks in there and it's perfect like joe philbin if you know what his face looks like like he probably pulled that that pilgrim outfit off a little too impressively he looks like he stepped straight off the mayflower <laughs> he, he did, really dude. Does. i'm pretty sure his birth certificate says birthplace <laughs> plymouth rock oh, what team did he do this for what team did he do this for <laughs> for the packers well, who were they playing? They were, uh, let me see. Please don't be Washington. Let me see. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Well, it's a Thanksgiving Day game, so if it's the, it's probably the okay. Lions. Yeah. Probably the Lions. Okay, the maybe Lions. a Lion Tamer outfit probably would have been more yeah. apropos, but hey, whatever. You know, how <laughs> whatever, man. Across. He had to get that Pilgrim suit off. He's like, it's been sitting in the closet for years. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to let this thing go to waste. I'm telling myself I need to use this for something. This is the day, and he did. So congratulations to Joe. He's gotten himself a job. One holdover from the Micah Parsons, Stephen A. Smith show audio that we had yesterday. He did say that he wanted Tony Pollard back. We discussed that. But he also has one area that he wants the team to address on the defensive side of the ball. Here's Micah on what that position is. Who did Baltimore have? A great linebacker core, right? Uh, who did San Fran have? Great linebacker core. KC, Bolton, and uh, they came along. I said, we need to get us another. We need to get another bigger linebacker who's going to come down in. And I said we need to get a, a super three thirty nasty interior. Look what how yeah. Eric Armstead, Jalen Hargrave caused rag, havoc in, you know, um, the last two games. Uh, look at you know how um, Ali McNeil, Detroit, and they front with Hutchinson and all them. Um, you know, it's just certain things. Where I was like, I was pinpointing. We can build in this because we're slim. Like, we have guys, and 
I think Osa's been great for us and uh, you know, but we just need a big old three thirty, can't move. Cause I saw the way Chris Jones affected that Super Bowl and I was like, My God, like my God. need a big boy. Get yeah. fast and clogging up the line of scrimmage, making yeah. things happen. Right? And and not even just Chris Jones, Mike Pennell. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's 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 clearly I mean, he tried to do it last year with Mozzie. He yeah, was, that, he was that a didn't big work. fan of Mozzie. But he he's he's nailed it. I mean, I, I don't want him necessarily going to handpick the players, but he he clearly has a good understanding of what the needs are for this football team. So, I mean, we all know, hey, you got to get bigger in the middle of the defense with some run stuffers, and you got to get some legitimate linebackers, yeah. some professional linebackers, so, something you didn't have last and year. And it didn't sound I, like he was considering himself part of the linebackers. I, I no. totally agree with his evaluation. I hope the team is as honest about their own players as he is. You know, I hope the front office is because what he – you know, might not realize is around here that what the Joneses like to do is be like, hey, we took these guys, they deserve an opportunity to grow into that role. And it allows them to be average starters for three or four years, you know. But he's he's dead balls on right. And I, I salute that he's got the courage to be saying these honest things about the team, you know. Micah Parsons is doing us a huge favor speaking with this level of honesty. He is risking ticking people off, you know. Oh, yeah. And he he, he doesn't care. Because he knows what this team needs is honest feedback. And that, that goes for everybody. It's not just the players, but it's, it's the front office who have somehow convinced themselves that these very good criticisms that come from the fans and media are just nonsense, you know, and that their plan is going to work eventually. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they need to address defensive tackle. I think defensive tackle is also a reason why your linebackers struggle. Uh, and Osa is really the only one outside of re-signing Jonathan Hankins that you have any trust in. Chauncey Golston was an end that they wanted to kick inside. You've seen flashes, but lack of consistency. Neville Gallimore didn't really pan out. So we'll see what they end up doing this offseason with the linebacker and the defensive tackle position. We got another jump from college to the pros. Is Ohio State's offensive coordinator is leaving to take uh, a job with the Rams. So we've got Nate Schielhaas. He is their pass game specialist there at Iowa State. He's going to join McVay's coaching staff for the 2024 season, replace Jake Peets who left to become the passing game coordinator for the Seahawks this offseason. So, hey, this dude's probably making a good jump because it seems like if you join uh, a McVay staff, you're probably in line to get a head coaching job here pretty soon if you have success. Yeah, that's the guy you want to attach yourself to there, getting especially as a young offensive a young offensive coach getting on that side of the ball with McVeigh and company that that seems like the the quickest way to fast track yourself. And even with the Rams like promoting from within, you know, he will before he knows it, he will be the offensive coordinator pseudo. You know, he won't be calling the plays because McVeigh will be, mm-hmm. but he'll be an offensive coordinator before he knows it. Like that's a that's a no brainer jump if you ask me. Yeah, two on four. That coach is going to be a, that dude's going to be head coach in twenty six, no doubt. Yeah, this is a hell of a move uh, from Ohio State here to the Rams. We also- and, and the Rams have done a really good job throughout the years. Like, credit to McVeigh. And, and one of the things about being a great coach and sustaining that greatness, because everybody wants to take a piece. So you're losing, you're losing assistant coaches left and right, and you have to restock that pond. And he doesn't just go with the the generic low-hanging fruit coach to just go recycle from the NFL. He is scouring and he's bringing in a Brandon Staley years ago. And Brandon Staley now is not anything that anybody wants to touch. But at the time you bring him in and he parlays one year of being the Rams defensive coordinator into being a head coach. He did an unbelievable job. And so for him, like McVay being willing to go into the college ranks and identify great talent, I think that is an underrated skill set that 
he has and some of the great ones do. Yeah, I mean, his history's getting pretty big right now. Of course, Zach Taylor with the Bengals. Uh, Zach Robinson's another guy who's a young coach that's getting a lot of love out there. So uh, he's certainly done an excellent job. Now, on the nightcap show with uh, Chad Ochocinco, Chad Johnson, and Shannon Sharp, Chad Johnson said a little birdie told me. I said this many shows ago, but Russell Wilson is going to come on over and be the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers next year. Honestly, that everybody, so many quarterbacks are being tied to the Steelers right, right now. Because right, uh, apparently they're uh, in, inside the building. They're split on Kenny Pickett. I don't think there's much to be split on with Kenny Pickett. I think Kenny Pickett is not the guy, and they should move in a different direction. Okay, well, looking at it, the Steelers are the odds-on favorite right now to land Russell Wilson. Okay. And then it's the Raiders, and then the Falcons, and then staying with the Broncos. So that's the order of it right there. All of those you can, you can make the case for. But I think if you're Russell Wilson, isn't that where you would want to go? Absolutely, yes. You know, everybody loves playing for Mike Tomlin. You're going to have a good defense. They're going to be committed to running the ball. Um, and you know it's a winning environment. Yeah, like I mean, he, they, they almost won with uh, what's his nuts. You know, yeah, yeah exactly. what's his no, nuts? What's his nuts? Yeah. Every year they're almost winning with. I mean, you're going to win nine games with what's his nuts at quarterback. With Russell Wilson, maybe you win ten. You'd rather have what's his nuts than Kenny Pickett. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> now, I, I and I, I do think this is the the recipe for the way Russell Wilson did a lot of his winning in Seattle, like in his prime. No doubt, it's running the ball, being you know being more than willing to punt all the time, playing good defense, and not necessarily scoring a ton of points. That's a recipe for Steelers success. Right now, if there. I'm George Pickens, I'm not happy about this at all because it's another quarterback that's probably not going to be able to get me the football. But hey, man, hey. I think I mean, can Russell Wilson still throw that rainbow moonshot nine round on occasion? Okay, I mean, jump ball to jump ball to Pickens. I don't think I, I think anything is better than Kenny Pickett. Or even though Mason I Rudolph, I would say anything because uh, there's a lot of bad quarterback play out there. But he's not good. Kenny Pickett's not good. I'm with you. Maybe Russell Wilson's a slight upgrade there. I, I would think he is. I think hard. Russell Wilson is significantly past his prime. Better than Pickett, though. Still, yeah. he he had some good moments last year, and and I think on a team where he could be more conservative with the football, not have to force things, running game taking a lot of pressure off him. I think he could still manage the hell out of the game. He could. Uh, it seems so obvious that it's just become a massive echo chamber that he's going to Pittsburgh. I, I have we heard that the Steelers are interested. You know, for, I think the Steelers are such a smart organization. They'd be like, yeah, but I mean, Russell Wilson has moved into that portion of his career now where you pay for half the max. Mm. You know. That's that's where Russell Wilson is now at this age and the way that he's played the last two years. We're not just going to continue this, you know, uh, atrocity of a contract that he got from Denver. Well, the Falcons are also a team. Their GM is saying that quarterback is their top priority this offseason. We're not closing any doors. Uh, and that means, hey, maybe trying to move up from the eighth overall pick to try and get one of the top three guys in the draft. But they're also a team that's been heavily linked with Justin Fields. Of course, Justin Fields started his college career at Georgia, and apparently people are kind of monitoring what Justin Fields is doing right now on social media. He's unfollowed the Bears which I, on Instagram, which I still think is one of the stupidest things that we do. Is a guy following? I mean, I don't think C.J. Stroud's even following the Houston Texans on Instagram. Yeah, Does that but, mean he wants out of Houston? No, it doesn't. But Justin Fields has gone ahead and followed a lot of the accounts for the Atlanta Falcons, like Drake London, Bijan Robinson. So people are kind of making the connections there that maybe that's where he wants to go. I love that. I, I and I think C.J. Stroud because he's never friended the Texans. If that's the case, you know, then you're not going to get the unfriending, and that like deliberately unfriending the Bears. That feels always like you have to go out of your way to do that. You're not just accidentally doing that. It's Justin Fields deciding for himself. All right, and these days, you know, it's going to start 
it's going to start yeah, getting I mean, out there. Like all, all you have to do is doing it. All you have to do is click the button. You're unfriending, and now just give it a little bit of time, and the internet sleuths will see this, oh and gosh. you will get what did you want out of it. Just unfriend me. Yes, he did. All right, here's another quarterback take. This is from Chris Sims, former Texas Longhorn, and he's talking about rival Jalen Hurts. Here's Chris Sims's thoughts on Jalen. Do you guys agree on this? Jalen Hurts is, I respect a lot about Jalen Hurts, but I, I think Jalen Hurts is also like the most overrated player in football. All right. I just, that's, that's me. I know I'm wrong. I take a lot of crap about that comment, but you know, it's a, it's a, he plays quarterback for a team. That's an all-star team. Yeah. They have the best O-line in football. It's not even close, right? They got maybe the best duos at receiver in all of the football. Right, I just think if you put some quarterback, other quarterbacks in Philly, you put Kyler Murray there, you'd go, damn, Kyler's amazing. <laughs> so a couple of things here. Number one, Chris Sims is a guy that would have loved that CBD American Shaman care That's package me. that we That's got. <laughs> he sure would have. Okay, I love his takes. Um, I, and I, I, I think he's right. You know, I just want to know when more people are going to give me credit for calling this a year ago when everybody was talking about him being MVP and way better than Dak. You know, who was calling this before they had a dumpster fire of a season, Wolchuk? Okay. Yeah. No, you you were anti uh, Jalen Hurts. You certainly were. I'm pro Jalen Hurts. You know, let's a, make that clear. As a what? A human as being? A, as a guy. Just not as, as, a quarterback. His, as his guy. I like him as the Eagles quarterback because he's not that he's good. Not. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think Jalen Hurts is a great dude. I wish him nothing but the best. I'm just evaluating his talent, you know, and being objective and honest with you. Yeah. You know, Jalen Hurts right now, uh, it, it, it's funny. I mean, people are all just like off the Jalen Hurts bandwagon, and I'm all for it. I just want to see the Eagles just go ahead and completely uh, combust, and that's exactly what's happening right now. I am loving everything that's going on over there in Filthy. Yeah, you really can't beat that. It's brilliant. Uh, because I mean, ultimately, hey, he's the guy who had the most talent around him the Certainly year they went did. to the Super Bowl, and they had great injury luck. So it was like best offensive line, great weapons, like two number one wide receivers, a great tight end. You have all the talent here, and uh, and he still had his health at that point, so he was able to run on everybody. So it was it was souped up. But when you strip the talent from him, add a couple of bit more more injuries to his offense and to himself, he can't win consistently from the pocket. No, uh, I mean he certainly in the play calling uh, regressed without Shane Steichen there. Yeah, so. that's true. That didn't help. There's a big question mark about Jalen Hurts entering this season right now. I think uh, Chris Sims looks proven to be right on that. As uh, you know, with w- Gavin Dawson over here, if he wants to get that credit, you deserve that credit, sir. You absolutely yeah, do. Yeah, you know, I, I know I'll never get it, especially you know from these texters and these folks on well, X. The the, the text, well, I don't know. We the, got the one here still wants to be like Jalen's better than Dak. I, I don't know. You know, he, he did. If you want to just go by on Super Bowls. Jalen Hurts did take the Eagles to the Super Bowl. So I'll give you that. I'd much rather have Dak. I would, too. Thank you very much. I would much rather have Dak than Jalen Hurts, 100%. Yeah. I'm not going to be defending Dak really against anybody at this point. It's hard to. I want to win playoff games. He has proven I can't. So I can't have him. him. I'm, I'm at a loss on both of these. I'm at a loss. Okay, how about our guy Jimmy Johnson? Jimmy's talking about Bill Belichick. We know they're buddies. They go on these fishing trips together. He says that uh, Bill has told him he does not have to be in charge of everything at his next job on his Joe Rose appearance there in Miami. This was uh, included in, of course, yesterday he said he's part of now you know, talking with Jerry and making decisions with the Cowboys. But, hey, you should have told that to Bob Bill. Kraft six months ago. You know, you should have said, hey, Bob, uh, I'm going to tell this to the other teams that I'm going to try to get to hire me. How about you just take me up on this deal? Give me some assistance and get a GM. I just want to keep coaching, man. Does that sound good to you? 
You know what I'm saying? I think this I, is, I think it, I think they got petty and dug in on each other. Oh maybe, yeah, maybe they, a breakup. They was needed overdue. a breakup. Yeah, it it was happening there in New England. That that was going to happen. I think no matter what Bill said. But this I think could he's going to be coaching the Cowboys next year. And especially if this happens, right? Yeah. Hey, I don't have to be part of any control. I'll just come in and be a coach. That's, yeah, that's music. He's, la- he's laying the groundwork that if it doesn't work out for Mike McCarthy and and Mike Zimmer, he's he's going to jump in here next year. I think, and that that'll be fun, you know. Um, but you're you're going to be trusting the Cowboys to find him assistant coaches, maybe, uh, and or or try to bring in Josh McDaniels. I don't know. Yeah, that'll be an interesting situation. What happens there? But there's your NFL news of the day. I think it can get a lot worse than Mike McCarthy. I'll tell you that. Come when we come oh, yeah. back, it is time to hit the C note here. The Cowboys news of the day around the rim is lurking, coming up at at three forty, and it's next here uh, on your home of the Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers one hundred five three. The fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s. It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. How can you say you're being honest when clearly he was injured? You guys are incredible. It's like people can't wait for something to go wrong so they can just start disparaging them. Wow, and and Dak sucks, says the uh, the 469. Yeah. I just watch quarterbacks, and I, I, I can tell how good they are. Okay, I don't. I'm not waiting for anybody. That's why I said it last year at this time before the season even started. I said Jalen Hurts isn't that good. He's had a great offensive line, great weapons, and a great running game. <clears throat> and you can't really get a great feeling off of a guy in that environment unless he's running around doing out of this world stuff like Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, the first year he started, I watched him play a couple of games, and I said, "There is the future goat." Okay, I don't. I don't look at how your stats were. I don't look at, you know, how much your team is winning. I watch you play the sport. And after nearly 50 years, half of my life, by the way, more than half of my life now in sports radio, 
I don't need like a long sample size to tell if a quarterback is good, you know. Um, so maybe you know at some point four six nine, you could get on my level, and then you wouldn't have to assume things about where I come up with my opinions and start firing shots at me on the truckwreck.com fan text. On my level, ho. I do get like on the. My level, ho. I'm on my level. Yeah. I do like the level, engagement though. Yeah, I'm on my level. At eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three, and I love all you Tolos out there, and uh, and uh, you know you members of the of the Twolo family there on Twitch and the YouTube chat as well. You guys are great. You're all the best. We love you. But you can never ever 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 <laughs> ever 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 get on my level, ho. <laughs> I'm just talking trash. You know, we're just we're just, just all sports fun. fans. Yeah. yeah. Okay, segments brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation, 214-817-333-3333. Go to truckwreck.com and listen to Wolchuk give you the Cowboys news of the day, buddy. Take it away. Thank you very much. Our buddy Calvin Watkins had a fantastic article on the uh, morning news. If the Cowboys are truly all in, here are the moves that they should make. So, Let's run through some of these boys. Upgrade the defensive line. And he's not just saying, hey, do this blanket statement. He's given us a name of who to go after. So you've got uh, Chris Jones, the run defense. Now, I'd love Chris Jones. Okay, I would love that. I don't think Kansas City's letting him go. How about a guy we haven't talked about? Grover Stewart, 6'4", 314 pounds. Boom. Tied for the league lead and run stop win rate at 43%. He could be someone to look at. He was also doubled 53% of the time. Second most in the National Football League among interior linemen. Is he an upgrade over what you currently have on the roster? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, he is. So Grover Stewart could be very interesting. He also says. Favorite character on Sesame Street, by the way. Oh, my gosh. That's a hell Hell of a character. Hell of a character. Had, Had the puppet. Yes. You know, back in the 80s when you actually had to play with toys. Okay. He had Maria wrapped around his finger, too. Did he? Oh, Maria. Are they oh, still? Oh, that's right. Maria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She low Grover. <laughs> Are they still? Maria was Sesame that Street? Yeah. Sesame Street still going? Absolutely. Hell yes, good. I'm glad. I was hoping Sesame Street would be here to stay forever. We also have. What if you just go all in and bring in one of Mike Zimmer's former players, Vikings defensive end Daniel Hunter. He's another top defender. He's entering free agency. He's a four-time Pro Bowler and led the NFL with 23 tackles for loss in 2023. He's got 27 sacks the last two seasons. Yad Hunter, it might force you to trade or release the talented Demarcus Lawrence. And I'll tell you, I love Tank. Tank's our guy. Demarcus Uh Lawrence is one of the best all-around ends in all of football. I care about you. Be careful. But if you do want to make a statement to that locker room, you want to say, we are not doing this burnt-out BS. No more hot boys. Do you move on? Oh, gosh. I mean, if if he really is. If you were burnt out, you can get out. Yeah, there you go. That's going to be the new T-shirt this year. I love year. you, Tank. I do. Okay, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that this is happening. I'm. I'm just floating it out for sports talk radio purposes here. Okay. I think he's still too. Uh, too good on the field to want to. Uh, to remove. I know John Owning mentioned him. I would like want to. I wouldn't want to remove him at all. But if you yeah. have a replacement in Daniel Hunter, at least I feel like I'm getting a quality player. If you did do that. Yeah, I do think Daniel Hunter's going to be expensive. I don't know that he's the same type of run defender on the edge that uh, that Demarcus Lawrence is. So, 
If he's if he's that much of a nightmare in the locker room, which I don't know that he actually is, uh, then maybe there would be a statement worth making. But I still think he's too good on the field. I do want to co-sign totally in on Grover Stewart. That's Grover the defensive Stewart. tackle. You want to go get a big monster run stuffer? That's his job. That's that's what he does. That's who he is. Uh, and I, I believe I saw that the the Colts averaged one less yard per carry. Uh, when he was on the field, so defensively he—he he makes a Jonathan Hankins like impact. Yeah, very impactful when it comes to being a, a monster run defender. So count me in on Grover Stewart. That's a guy that won't be breaking the bank in a huge way, uh, but he's not going to be NFL minimum kind of guy. So the Cowboy for the Cowboys, it'll feel like breaking breaking the bank to get him. But I think that if you got him and then you got an Aziz Al Shire or whatever as a linebacker, I think that's cleaning up nicely. Uh, in free agency, then you go and attack the draft. Man, that'd be fun right there. Also draft a running back, which I think they are going to do. Uh, I know, you know, hey, you were anti-drafting a running back in the first round, but certainly we saw the impact that Jameer Gibbs had. This is not a draft where you're going to get a running back going in the first round. It's not that good, but you do have some guys that you can take maybe in the second if it's Trey Benson from Florida State. Hell, if you did bring back Tony Pollard just on a short-term deal, you could draft Jonathan Brooks. Jonathan Brooks is a guy I'm not sure when he's going to be able to play, but the Cowboys doctors have done his surgery. That makes you feel a little bit better. At least I know for sure I've got TP that can play, and when Jonathan Brooks is ready to go coming off that ACL, he can take over, be my lead dog. There's some other running backs that you could take in the middle rounds, like Jalen Wright out of Tennessee I like, Ray Davis out of Kentucky, uh, Bucky Irving from Oregon is another player that's fun. Blake Corum, I know, gets a lot of love from Michigan. I do think he's going to be a charger, but you definitely need to draft a running back. And then how about you draft a starter on the offensive line? This is a no-brainer. I mean, it's got. I think you need to upgrade over Tyler Biotish. I'd love to go get Graham Barton. I'd love to get a Jackson Powers Johnson out of Oregon. Maybe a Troy Font new from Washington who can play guard. But you need to get better along that offensive line. Damn uh, right you do. 100%. So th- these are all ways where Calvin Watkins is saying, if you want to go all in, this yeah. is how the Cowboys should do it. Thank you, Calvin Watkins. That's genius journalism. And I can tell you right now, if they bring back Tyler Biotish, I'm Dunsky. You're you Dunsky? Know? Yeah. Honestly, I, yes. I, 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 I would coast on that. I, yeah. no, no disrespect to Tyler Biotish. No. Maybe on a team with great guard play, he would be good enough, right? But... Right now with this team, they desperately need better offensive line play, and everybody we've talked to has said how important the center is there. Yes. You need a guy that can not only not get pushed over and pass pro, but also get out there, whip some ass, and actually go hit some linebackers every now and then. Right, and when this offensive line kind of dipped off being that elite, as we've talked about with the Eagles over the last few years, it's when Travis Frederick unfortunately had to retire early due to the Guillain-Barre syndrome that he had there. Nice work That was a tough one. I I, I fumbled that for a second. That wasn't even on the the show bingo card. There was no way to prep for that right now. I was leaking confidence the whole way, but I appreciate you guys having my back on that. So I think you need to upgrade because I don't think Tyler Biotish, two years ago, solid player, but I think that was the best he's going to be. I'd let somebody else go ahead and sign him, especially with the draft class that this center group is looking like. There's no need to just bring back Tyler Biotish. You can upgrade at the position. And Think about three of the final four teams that remain. I don't know what San Francisco's got cooking with their center. I don't think it's anybody that's amazing. It's nobody special. Uh, but Kyle Shanahan can mask things that most can't offensively. But Detroit with Frank Ragnow, mm-hmm. one of the best in the sport, if not the best. Uh, you have Baltimore, 
who has the undersized guy. Yeah, Linderbaum, who was there in the first round. Cowboys, Cowboys didn't want short arms. But he, he's been a beast for Baltimore. And then the Chiefs with Creed Humphrey, minus the fact that in the Super Bowl he forgot how to shotgun snap a football. That was weird. Definitely he short-circuited in a, in, in a way that I wasn't expecting. But they drafted him in the second round. He's been dynamite since they drafted him. You've got to have that. That's like the the core of your offensive line. Like you can almost only be as good. At, like if your center's dominant, then you have a chance to have a dominant offensive line. Tyler Biotish is far from that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, 2 on 4 uh, it's not all about pass protection. You need to be able to run block. You tell me how good that offensive line was looking when it comes to the run game. It's not all about dropping back and having Dak Prescott throw the football 30 to 40 times a game. That ain't a recipe for success in the postseason. I think that's been proven. You need to be able to line up and kind of bust somebody in the mouth and run the football. The offensive line, if you want to run it back from last year, was not one that it seems like they could do that. And you also have defensive tackle. Okay, now this could be the wish list for one Mike Zimmer. T-Sweat, Texas defensive tackle. We talked about Grover Stewart. T-Sweat's a guy that fits that kind of profile as well. 6'4", 362 pounds. Oh, my gosh. He is an absolute manimal inside. I mean, he's a massive human being. He is the Grover Stewart type of this draft class. Probably going to go in the second round. If he's there when the Cowboys are on the clock, I would love it. Uh, he is an absolute fantastic monster, can take on double teams, also phenomenal in the running game. Doesn't give you much in pass rush, in my opinion, but I don't care. And for his size, he is freakishly athletic. Dude, 362 Freaking pounds. Eight. Yeah, freakish athletes at 362 pounds. I, I think that would be uh, advantageous in, in football. I don't expect the Cowboys, though, after drafting Mozzie high, and that is not their MO to draft the defensive tackle position high. You don't think I? It, it I know the be, second round isn't the first round. I get yeah. that, but I still think that that would be too rich for them. Assuming they go get somebody like a Grover Stewart in free agency, where it's like, hey, we are still going to try and develop our Mozzie Smith here. We're not going to wedge another youngster rookie into this mix here. I don't think they will do that. If Brian was here, I would remind him that uh, his uh, well, uh, his his former boss Bill Parcells, when talking about defensive linemen, would say stack them up like club sandwiches because inevitably you'd say, but we just drafted Mozzie Smith and we have this guy and that guy and we want to give him time. He's like, man, just stack them up. You know, don't let the presence of one young guy think you don't need another young guy because if you draft them all and they all turn out great, guess what? You are, you are just absolutely raising hell along your defensive line and no great defensive lineman can uh, stay in there for 70 plays a game and he did yeah. 903 can be your don terry poe if you wanted he did he did catch some touchdowns he lined up at tight end what? Cool. caught a couple of big man tds he caught one at the big 12 championship game i was at with oklahoma state in texas so we get some big 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 man tutties and you know i'm a fan of that big man tds are Who the best like dude those? that'd be yeah. fun that's always uh, a party pleaser. <laughs> linebacker. Hey, that's a first round grade. I mean, you're talking about second round. All of a sudden, I'm thinking caution to the it, wind. It wouldn't here. shock me if he snuck in. Somebody said, "Like, look, I just want to take you at the back end." Two way player. He's not going to make it back. Yeah. Versatility. To start both dude. ways. I do love that. I think Byron Murphy, his teammates, definitely going higher. But Tavondre Sweat is a badass linebacker. Uh, maybe on the wish list for a Mike Zimmer free agent, Frankie Luvu. I think he's probably going to command more money than the Cowboys want to pay, play, uh, pay him. But he's one of the better off-ball pass-rushing linebackers in the NFL. Had nine and a half sacks in a breakout season. If you go back and watch Frankie Luvu against the Cowboys, he was cleaning up. He was all over the place. Had 62 stops against the run. Ranked 12th in the league. Uh, he's one of the best middle linebackers on the market. So he does give you some of that flexibility where not only does he give you pass-rush, but he's also giving you phenomenal, uh, a phenomenal asset in terms of stopping the run. And I mentioned Junior Colson, the linebacker out of Michigan. 
Now, if you're a draft person, you want a deep dive, just go check out my guy Cedric Gray out of North Carolina. He's the dude that I want. Uh, big fan of him. He can read diagnose sideline to sideline. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Cedric Gray. He's the bigger version of Jeremiah Trotter Jr., who I know Brian loves. Okay, so where, where are you drafting him at? I think he's a third, fourth round dude. Third, fourth round dude. That's beautiful. Smoke it. Um, and then free agency, bring back Gilly. And then Kool-Aid McKinstry could be a dude in the draft if you want to look at it. And if you just want to go crazy, you really want to go all in, just yeah. bring in my guy Antoine Winfield Jr. at safe. Yes. He can do Thank everything. But it's an all-pro player. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. I don't, did, did, uh, he's did probably going to get tagged. I think he's going to get the tag there from Tampa. Did, did, we can dream. Did Winfield Sr. play for Zimmer in Minnesota? Or did their times well, not cross not. over? I don't think they crossed over. <laughs> probably not. But no. he did have a long career. I'll look. I don't think that they crossed over, though. That would be just a dream scenario, and I'm not ruling it out. You know, I, 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 you definitely know in that DNA of that family, the Jones family, there is a wildcatter. There's a guy willing to take a shot. He's still in there. Steven took over like the the soul of the team relative to the salary cap and the risk profile that you're willing to accept. But even he can't deny 2025 is a salary cap dumpster fire already. Just make it like 50% worse. You're already biting the bullet. You're already behind the eight ball. Go ahead and make it a little worse. Get a little irresponsible because if you don't do it this year, I don't know the next time you're going to have enough good young players on this team. In 2026, how sure are you Zach and Tyron are still going to be good enough to play at a Super Bowl level? Can't be. They're, they're hanging on now nicely. That was a good year, but they're at an age where you can't be sure. Um, you know, Tank. Hell of a player right now. The way that he sets the edge gives you a run defense and also gives you uh, pressures on the quarterback. That's a hell of an asset. If you go to just depending on Micah Parsons, um, you're already losing Dorrance Armstrong. That's that's the future that's out there in 2026. Those are difficult players to identify and develop. Yeah. You know, over the last 10, 12 years, Cowboys have been looking for pass rushers. They got three of them right now that they drafted and developed. And anytime one walks out the door, you're putting one more and more on an island. So this is the year to make it happen. You know, that's why I'm not giving up. Am I naive? Maybe. But I also know. Jerry knows the fans are more fed up than ever. He's heard it from Michael Irvin. He's heard it from Emmett Smith. He's heard it from all the legends. He doesn't have to hear it from the fans. He's hearing it from some of his greatest players of all time. They don't believe that they're doing championship front officing anymore. And I think all those factors combined could push them into a legit all-in move. It's time to go around the rim, though, Chief. What kind of hoop stuff do we got today? Man, we got plenty to get to, and we should all take solace in the fact that we are not fans of this team next year in the nation. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Man, I still remember rolling around in my buddy's uh, 1966 Mustang, 
uh, Brent, uh, the Nirvana uh, Nevermind album had just come out. Of course, he had the tape, and we we're just we we're just cruising around, jamming to the new sound coming out. The grunge is probably uh, it's probably early the early ninety two, maybe late ninety one. Oh, the good old days, man! It was unbelievable. You know, such a great year, ninety one. <laughs> My God, born that year. What, I what a time! Well. I mean, right around that time, you had uh, Dr. Dre release the Chronic. You had Snoop Dogg blowing up. You had Pearl Jam and Nirvana. Anyway, here's Eric Chiafalo with your afternoon sesh. I believe, I, maybe I'm getting butt cracked on this, but I've seen this Probably a couple are. of times on the internet that Kurt Cobain's son is dating and potentially married to Tony Hawk's daughter. Really? Which feels like a combination for the coolest kid ever to be born if they if they ride that thing very out talented. and start to create some offspring there. Probably I mean, very popular with the hacky sack uh, chain smoking out in front of the high school crowd. <laughs> oh, What's 100%. his mother's name? Who's? Uh, Kurt Cobain's wife Mom? at the time. Uh, Courtney. Uh, is Courtney something like yeah, that? Courtney Love. Courtney yeah. Love. Yeah, she was a trip, dude. Yeah, I'd be nervous wow. to have that in my family. She'd be she was like a she she was like an old radio DJ that was constantly hammered, but like on MTV constantly. You know, she had a run on MTV and yeah. she was like just, Her makeup was never right. <laughs> yes. She was always haggard looking. And you didn't know if it was intentional because yeah. she was grunge and or or if, you know, just she was leftovers from the night before. You gotta nail stuff down when she comes to the house. Gosh. That oh, is wild. No. All right, let's go ahead and cut the lights out. We'll put the kids to bed. The G-Bag Nation's going all 56 inches around that rim. It's always a special occasion when we have some fresh beef out of the association. I don't think any league does beef better than the NBA. If you guys feel differently, let me know. I think every sport is starting to get a little bit better with this, with the podcasting and the the, the player empowerment and these guys having microphones and they're, they're getting their takes off and whatnot, but... Uh, I'm really glad, like woke, waking up this morning and opening the internet, it was a reminder that I'm glad that currently, I mean, this goes in waves, but uh, I'm really glad that I'm not a fan of the Milwaukee Bucks. Ugh. It would suck to be a Bucks fan right now. Everything's been bad. You trade for Damian Lillard. You think this thing's going to be awesome. You fire you coach. You bring in Doc Rivers. Damian Lillard, maybe he just broke the, you know, maybe this was a slump-busting weekend for him when it comes to winning the three-point contest, winning the All-Star Game MVP, because he was he was really limping into All-Star weekend there uh, with the way that he's been shooting the basketball. He was actually sitting down. It starts with Damian Lillard sitting down and being asked during All-Star weekend uh, by, I believe, like an influencer kid who was doing an interview with him, his dream starting five to play with, okay. and nowhere in that starting five does he mention Giannis so that was the first thing that had Bucks fans up in arms and not only does he not mention Giannis but he throws in the Miami Heat's Bam Adebayo and so and we know it was like Milwaukee and Miami that was garnering for Damian Lillard originally Damian Lillard wanted to be in Miami so his dream starting five reflects that as it has Bam Adebayo in it and not Giannis so there's the starting point but then we got to get to the Doc Rivers stuff and Doc Rivers is lamenting how difficult this has been on him jumping into a team in the middle of the season and right in the middle of a road trip and how just hard this all is. He blamed his players in the final game before the All-Star break that a lot of them were already mentally in Cabo already. And J.J. Redick, who played for Doc Rivers in Los Angeles with the Clippers, uh, is you know has his own perspective. He was on first take today. He he sees the quotes of Doc Rivers talking about how hard it is, and this is JJ Reddick's response. 
I, I've seen the trend now. I've seen the trend for years. What's the trend? The trend is always making excuses. Get Doc, we get it. Taking over a team in the middle of the season is hard. It's hard. We get it. Just like getting traded in the middle of the season is hard for a player. We get it. Mm-hmm. But it's always an excuse. It's always throwing your team under the bus. They lose to Memphis. Oh, it's his players. Memphis was playing G League guys and two-way guys. And then you look at his quotes over the weekend. Now he wants to take credit for the James Harden trade to the Clippers working out. He wants credit for that. There's just no <laughs> there's never accountability with that guy. Well, there's never accountability. Okay. So then you get Patrick Beverly tweeting at JJ Reddick. This man, Doc, actually saved your career. Started you when no one else wanted to. And you retire, go on TV and say that? And he tagged him. Credit to Patrick Beverly. This wasn't a subtweeting situation. He was he was putting his name on it there. I do appreciate Pat Beverly doing that. Yes. He's not he's not hiding behind. He's saying, hey, I'm going straight to the source here. Yeah. It's not in Pat Beverly's nature to be passive aggressive. No. Uh, but then JJ uh, Reddick to his uh, to his credit, goes ahead and responds, Pat, my guy, I had a four-year offer with a player option for the same money to be a starter for a different team. Capital letters F-O-H with all this saved my career junk. Wow. So, I like let it. him know. Yeah, it's good back and forth. I think they're uh, all speaking their truth. Um, you know, I, I, including Doc Rivers, I think he's probably just, you know, trying to offer an explanation for why they haven't been good. And it's, you know, he's trying to, uh, you know, probably change some things. And there's some growing pains in the middle of the season because you don't have time to practice. I think that's probably just an honest answer. And J.J. Reddick took it maybe out of context as excuse making. That's what, that's what we do more and more in, uh, in, uh, on uh, sports TV every day. You know, that's right. But, but I appreciate the passion and fire. It's good entertainment. It is. It absolutely is. You have. Uh, Where's the beef? Austin Rivers, the son of Doc, is on ESPN, and he's obviously defending his dad. Uh, and and Doc was on SiriusXM NBA Radio saying that he told Bucks ownership, like, I don't understand why you're doing this in terms of trying to get me to come be the coach. He was like, can we wait till after the All-Star break? Like, Doc Rivers is on record saying this now. Like, can we slow play this a little bit more? Uh, but I'm I'm guessing the Bucks offered him a, a financial figure that he just couldn't refuse. He's like, yeah. my gosh, I don't even think this is a good idea, but I'm going to go ahead and take your money here. And that's going to be guaranteed, and when you inevitably fire me at some point, I will, uh, I'll have my bag. So good for Doc on that. Uh, and his reputation is really taking a hit. At, at one point, I mean, he was celebrated, and he would had all that success in Boston, and then things did not come together in the Clippers, and I guess that was the turning point. And then since then, well, I, I guess the narrative has shifted significantly as he's been managed to coach some of the best players out there. This was interesting to me. I saw Vince Carter apparently confirming that the NBA had plans at one point to offer four superstars a million each to participate oh. in the dunk contest. Okay. That would have been the time. Him, yes. Kobe, T-Mac. Yes, he says the arrangement f- fell through when guys pulled out. He didn't specify who, but it was supposed to be Kobe, T-Mac, LeBron, and Vince oh, Carter. let's go. Oh, it was man. supposed to be that. Like, that would have been legendary. So amazing. I don't know who started the, the pulling out process there saying thanks but no thanks. A million bucks seems like, especially at this time, a million bucks... I mean, even now, a million dollars is going to get people perked up and excited about going to compete a little. Well, you mentioned LeBron, something. right? But the, yeah, these are superstars. So he's probably the one that did it, according to Stephen A. He ruined everything. Who would have won that? Who are you guys betting on? I'm, I'm Vince. I can't help but bet on Vince Sanity. But yeah. that would have been the acrobatics. That would have been epic. Probably it, the favorite. I don't know. I wonder. I, 
I can't. Mac was so tall. Yeah. But he still made it look explosive. He didn't look like a big man dunking. This would have been so cool, dude. Gosh, that would have been a dream. We need to We've get, been talking about that forever. We need to get more details on this from Vince at some point on how this all went under. Was it was it Kobe being, I guess, the oldest one in the group and maybe not not feeling physically up to it at some point? Yeah, maybe and, there was an injury. And then it's like, okay, well, if Kobe's not going to do it, I'm, I'm not going to do gonna, it. Yeah. I don't think Vince would like any more questions from me about his dunking abilities after how the went the first time. <laughs> Did you... Did you question Vince Carter? Do I, I did. I, I yeah. missed this, huh? I did. Yeah, it was at the old fan sports lounge, probably uh, 2012. You told him to his face after they'd won the championship. Yeah, he and Sean Marion came by for the uh, toy drive. And I just wanted to know. I was like, man, we don't see it that often in the games anymore, but can you can get up there and really throw it down good still? And, oh, and he was uh, offended by the question? He was, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, now, what did you ask the Matrix, too, though? You asked the Matrix something about his dunking, and he got so <laughs> offensive, he went back to high school. He's like, I had a hell of a dunk in high school, though. Come on, though, I had a hell of a dunk in high school. I was like, oh, man, let's go to break. I, say, I, think, I think I said he was a great game dunker. <sighs> yeah. You know, oh, okay. If you need the two points, Sean Marion's your guy. He's too tall. He's going to get up there and put, yeah. put it in. But. Dude, all the way back to high school, bro. <laughs> Dude, it was awesome. <laughs> we got to dig up the sound, bro. That's awesome. Uh, it was. Uh, it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun back in the day. I mean, they were. They were. They just come off the championship and everything. So. Uh, everything was a was a good mood. I think we were in the middle of a, a lockout of some kind. Actually, everything was a good mood, but even you managed yeah. to piss them off. I, I did. I think I've been drinking all night. You know, <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> I was like, man, okay, let's just freestyle an interview. The next thing, heckler. I know. You should have seen how I was dunking in high school, bro. <laughs> they, were, they were heckling me. It was awesome, man. It was it was a career highlight for me. Okay, um, that's fun. When we come back, nation, it's time for a, a mixed bag with Wolchuk. Where are you taking us today, buddy? Yeah, let's keep a little bit of NBA stories going. We got Carmelo on a trade to the Lakers. Lakers, Scotty Pippen versus KG, and LSU paid big for this wide receiver. That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during O'Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 